Is this frequency in use? Welcome to Southgate Vibes, a selection of the latest stories direct from Southgate Amateur Radio News. I'm Steve Richards, Golf 4 Hotel Papa Echo, and in this podcast, you're going to hear my personal picks of what is happening in amateur radio and the wider world of communications. Whether you're just starting out in ham radio or an experienced operator spinning around the spectrum for those rare and sometimes strange signals, I hope you'll find something to entertain you here. Welcome to Southgate Vibes. Greetings, lovers of the ether, acolytes of the atmosphere, and worshippers of the signals from the heavens. Yes, it cannot be denied, even by Donald J. Trump, that this is podcast number 94, and thank you for passing by. I hope you'll enjoy the stories we've got lined up for you this time. If you're fairly new to amateur radio, you'll probably be slowly realising that radio hams will go to almost any lengths to come up with a crazy communications-related activity. I don't know what they're drinking in Switzerland this week, but I want some. Talk about filling the airwaves with hot air. Members of the Helvetia Telegraphy Club will activate the call sign Hotel Bravo 9 Hotel Charlie Stroke Aeronautical Mobile in the air from a hot air balloon. Hans Peter, Hotel Bravo 9 Bravo X-Ray Echo, informs us that the team's planned activation date is Tuesday, September the 14th. However, there are a number of alternative dates, Wednesday the 15th, Thursday the 16th and Saturday the 18th. The balloon flight will be two hours long, within a window of 05.30 to 09 hours UTC. The hot air balloon ride is very dependent on the weather. The probability that a trip will take place on the scheduled date is only around 50%, and the decision about it will be made at short notice. The web team will try to keep the information up to date on qrz.com in a timely manner. Operators involved in the flight are Eurus, Hotel Bravo 9, Alpha Bravo Oscar, Hans Peter, Hotel Bravo 9, Bravo X-Ray Echo, Uli, Hotel Bravo 9, Charlie Golf Alpha, Peter, Hotel Bravo 9, Tango Victor Kilo, and Thomas, Hotel Bravo 9, Bravo Sierra Hotel. The equipment is a KX3 with 15 watts into antennas for 40, 30 and 20 metres, which will be hanging vertically beneath the balloon. Other bands may be possible. It is advisable to consult the network of reverse beacons, or a cluster, to locate the active frequency. For example, try www.reversebeacon.net. You'll be able to track the exact position of the balloon via APRS. A special balloon card QSL will be available via the Bureau. For more details and photos, look up Hotel Bravo 9 Hotel Charlie on qrz.com. You're listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. 
We'd love to hear from you. If you have a comment or a question, pop us over an email. Our address is vibes at southgatearc.org. That's vibes at southgatearc.org. You never know, we might feature your message in a future edition. Down in South Africa, the National Amateur Radio Society doggedly continues to negotiate with their regulator on many fronts concerning access to the radio spectrum. It seems that everyone is in agreement about most things, but somehow they have trouble writing it down accurately. Recently, the South African Radio League, SARL, presented Amateur Radio's frequency requirements during the three days long public hearing about the draft National Radio Frequency Plan being tabled by their regulator, ICASA. The main points of the SARL presentation were about the 160 metre amateur band and the omission of the amateur allocation in the 40 MHz band. Hans van der Gronendal, Zulu Sierra 6 Alpha Kilo Victor, reminded ICASA about an agreement reached a few years ago to allocate 1.81 to 2.0 MHz to the amateur service. This was, however, not taken up in a previous draft frequency plan, even though SARL reminded ICASA of the agreement at an earlier liaison meeting. The SARL was assured that this would be corrected. The current draft only shows an amateur allocation of 1.81 to 1.85 MHz. Currently, radio amateurs in South Africa still have access to the full 1.81 to 2.0 MHz, as per Annex 1 of the current radio frequency regulations, published on the 31st of March 2015. The other major point of discussion was the emission of the 40 MHz band. Amateur Radio has an allocation of 40.675 to 40.685 MHz for propagation research. The SARL suggests that this may have been an oversight and asked ICASA to correct this. While it is currently not in the draft frequency plan, radio amateurs in South Africa are still licensed to use the 40 MHz band as per Schedule 1 of the current radio regulations. In his presentation, ZS6AKV told the hearing that currently a beacon is operating in Polokwane and that some interesting reports were recently received from a station in the UK. With the new sunspot cycle, this frequency is of importance for sporadic E and other propagation mode studies. Recently, the regulator in the States, the FCC, issued two amateurs with experimental licenses to carry out propagation studies. Currently, there are discussions with the USA amateurs to launch a joint propagation study project with South Africa. This band is also of interest to carry out meteor scatter studies and the possible application of meteor scatter to monitor the SARL next generation beacons. The SARL also proposed to ICASA to reconsider the power limit of 1 watt EIRP on 135.7 to 137.8 and 472 to 479 kHz, and to allow 26 dBW instead. That's about 400 watts. Concerning the 60 meter band, the SARL requested that for clarity, the frequencies 5350 to 5450 kHz and 5290 kHz should be shown on the main table and not just in a footnote as at present. The chairperson of the hearing, Councillor Peter Zimri, thanked the SARL for the concise and clear presentation. There were no questions from the panel nor the public. It's now over to ICASA to consider the SARL proposal. 
The next stage will be the publication of the final National Radio Frequency Plan. There's been some great work by a radio amateur in error who has been pulling together information about digital voice repeaters all over his own country and the UK. And not only is this an authoritative work on the various networks and repeaters that are currently on the air, but it's also an excellent background document for those who are new to DV and the equipment involved. Steve, Echo India 5 Delta Delta, has revised the content of the Digital Radio Operating Manual to include Northern Ireland digital repeater systems and digital gateways. The content includes a basic tutorial covering the programming of DMR radios, as well as general information about DMR, C4FM and D-Star. Repeater roaming and GPS operation via DMR is also included, along with the setup for Hytera and Motorola radios. Talk group lists for the whole of Ireland and the UK are provided with the preferred use of time slots. There are maps of repeater coverage networks and extensive talk group lists for the Brandmeister network, the Phoenix network and the DMR Plus network. The information contained in this operating manual should facilitate programming and understanding of the various DMR networks. And copies of the manual can be found on the EI7GL blog at echoindia7golflima.blogspot.com and also on the front page of the Galway Radio Club website. You are listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. It's all about radio and the wider world of communications. I've picked out some of the latest stories from Southgate Amateur Radio News, and you can find a lot more by going to southgatearc.org. Imagine sitting on a mountainside, tuning your amateur radio equipment around the bands, looking for an interesting contact. Well, one ham in Japan got a bit more than he bargained for when he picked up a distress call. His prompt actions led to the saving of two lives. The online Kahoku News website reports that on August the 21st, a Japanese radio amateur received a distress call from a vessel off the coast of Niigata Prefecture. In late August, amateur radio enthusiast Yukio Sakurai, aged 59, of Osaki City, received a distress call from a small ship drifting off the coast of Niigata Prefecture and worked with other ham radio enthusiasts to gather information, which led to the rescue of two crew members by the Coast Guard. Around 8.45pm on August the 21st, Sakurai caught a voice in the noise calling SOS SOS. He was located in a parking lot on Mount Toriyumi. He wondered about the possibility of this being someone up to mischief, but when he checked, it turned out to be coming from a drifting ship. He immediately called 110 to contact the police. The report reached the Niigata Coast Guard at their second district headquarters in Shiogama City. The small ship had lost power and could not use its shipshore radio, and the crew's mobile phone did not work. The Coast Guard didn't have any amateur radio facilities. So Mr Sakurai asked for the name of the crew and the status of the ship via amateur radio, which became the only means of communication, and conveyed information via other amateur radio enthusiasts in Niigata Prefecture. 
Based on the information they received, the Coast Guard searched the site area and found a small ship at around 2.30am the following day. Sakurai continued to have communication with the crew and encouraged them to do their best to hold on because rescue was on the way. The two crewmen on board weren't injured. According to the Coast Guard, the vessel broke down on its way to Okinawa after the crew had just purchased it in Hokkaido, drifting about 55 kilometres north-northeast of Sado City. A maritime security official said, We were able to save lives by reporting appropriate information to the people concerned as soon as possible. We are very grateful. Mr Sakurai said that he was glad that he happened to be in a place where radio propagation into the Niigata area was possible. He said, I want you all to know that amateur radio is useful for saving lives. Well, that's it for this time. You've been listening to Southgate Vibes, stories about amateur radio and the world of communications from Southgate Amateur Radio News. You can find these stories and many more daily reports at our website, southgatearc.org. Don't forget, we'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch by sending an email to vibes at southgatearc.org. So until next time, this is Steve Richards, G4 Hotel Papa Echo, signing off and wishing you best 7-3.